Hello, welcome to Quick Action's first ever podcast, and uh, delighted to be here today presenting this for you guys, um, and thank you all for listening in advance. Um, so this podcast is going to be a very brief uh, podcast, it's only going to be 10 minutes or so, um, but we're just going to be talking uh, a little bit around some um, key fixtures coming up, uh, I suppose most specifically England v South Africa, and just a little bit around the IPL and some of the key moments and players from that tournament. So it's something you can expect from this podcast because we do talk about key players and matchups and fixtures. And also we talk a little bit about uh, key issues facing the sport as well. So do stay tuned because um, there's lots of interesting uh, things coming your way shortly. And I've got Jermaine with me here. So hi, Jermaine. How are you? Oh, hi, Dev. Yes, all, all well. Uh, how, how are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Uh, I just finished, uh, well, the IPL's long gone now, but it feels like it's, uh, it feels like it was a very interesting tournament this time around. It was uh, fun to watch, so I spent a lot of time watching that and just uh, been recently following the cricket news as well with the England South Africa series coming up. Um, what did you make of the IPL? Did you get to see much of it? Yeah, I did indeed. Actually, um, it was a you know a good sort of time pass during the uh, the pandemic, wasn't it? Um, and yeah, I did thoroughly thoroughly enjoy watching watching the majority of the matches this tournament. Um, thought most of the evenly poised, um, you know. And yeah, um, quite quite exciting at the same time. Yeah, um, I think just in terms of the key matchups, so I thought, see, I thought Chennai would be a very uh, worthy finalist before the tournament started because I thought on paper they seemed like a very good team. But I was a little bit wrong there because in the end Chennai were pretty pretty weak in the tournament, weren't they? They finished towards the bottom of the table. Um, and maybe it's a sign of people like Shane Watson and Emma Zdoni's time. Uh, you know, they're getting towards the twilight years in their career and maybe they need to start looking forward. And, and Chennai also need to start thinking a bit more around junior talent. I don't know what you make of it all. Yeah, I do agree. I mean, I, I was quite sort of, um, you know, pleasantly surprised that there was other teams that were competing in the top four and, in the final this year because, you know, over the past two, three, three years, it's always just been between Mumbai Indians and Chennai Super Kings. So this was different. And yeah, I, I do agree to some extent about um, Chennai needing to build for the for the future now. Um, and yeah, you know, stalwarts such as Dhoni, Watson, Fafti Plessy and even Dwayne Bravo, May need to consider consider their next sort of roles within within cricket. Yeah, I think so, and I I think there were some very good standout performances. Having said that, from the tournament, um, just thinking aloud, some of the key players like Padikal, he seemed pretty good for RCB, and there were some good moments from uh, players like Ravi Bishnoi for Punjab. He was a good spinner. Um, and there's plenty of others to think about, isn't there? There's Surya Kumar Yadav from Mumbai. He seemed pretty good in the middle order there. Um, what else? Any other players you think that were 
good finds from the tournament? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, in particular for Indian Indian talent, I, um, you know, I thought Ishan Kishan had a good good run in in the in the squad. Um, even though he didn't play every single match for for Mumbai, um, still did well. Um, um, and other than that, um, in terms of the Indian talent, not not many other than that. And overseas, um, I did. Enjoy uh, watching Andre uh, Norke bowl. Um, you know, bowling nearly up to 160 kilometers per per hour sometimes. So, yeah, those were the standouts. Yeah, I think in terms of the players, those those come to my mind. Uh, I, I I think the one name we've missed is some of the bowlers like Mohammed Siraj and Navdeep Saini. I think they were pretty handy as well and good finds for India. And continue to show uh, that in India there's lots of depth in bowling, um, which is good to see because 20 years ago in Indian cricket you wouldn't see good quality quick bowlers coming out, would you? But these days it feels like that's their strength, getting good quick bowlers. And even KKR, they seem to have some good young Indian bowlers too, like uh, Shivan Malvi and uh, Nagakoti as well. So seems to be some good talent there. And, and I think if you're an India fan, you should be pretty excited about the uh, prospects of uh, Indian cricket being in very strong hands going forward and into the next probably World Cup as well um, and, and probably beyond really because there's lots of good young talent um, but what did you make of any kind of uh, I'd say kind of disappointments on the tournament were there any standout moments where you thought you wished that played better or Surprised at how poorly the play performed. Yeah, um, even though Delhi he cut into the into the finals, um, I would like to see Prithvi Shaw perform much better than he did. Um, would like to see Rohane play more than he did, and you know, Shimron Hetmyer. You know, yeah, I thought he would have been more explosive. Um, in the tournament, um, you know, um, there's quite a few uh, sort of the moments as well. You know, just like you know, expectations that were not really, really fully met. You know, but um, that aside, uh, overall, it, it was still a fantastic tournament. Yeah, and I agree with those names because I think Preeti Shaw is a standout. He's deemed as the next big thing in Indian cricket. Didn't really come across like that, I would say, in this tournament. Didn't really perform consistently well. And Rahane was disappointing as well. So, yeah, I agree with you there with those two names. Um, but just thinking to England then, because big series coming up against South Africa and Ben Stokes, Bairstow, Butler, they all had a decent run in the IPL, really, didn't they? And what do you make of um, prospects against South Africa? I mean, on paper, um, it seems like England are the clear, clear favourites. Um, their, their depth is actually uh, unbelievable, isn't it, really? Um, um, probably a player or two in each each position, right? Um, and looking at the South Africa squad, this um, doesn't really feel, feel many fans or South Africa fans with hope, right, that, that they're actually going to win the series at home at home so um, 
still quite um, intrigued to see how the, the outcome of the series, but you know, it, it does appear as though England will probably whitewash South Africa. Yeah, I think there's you're right. I think the South Africa squad just seems so inexperienced, and those names going to the list, there's a lot of those names that I don't quite recognize uh, fully. And uh, the main names that I come across, I don't really see them as names that you classify as world beaters. Uh, I mean, just thinking, just looking at the bowling, fine, Kagiso Obado, very good bowler, but other than that, uh, the spinners, you've got Keshav Maharaj and you've got Shamsi, not the most frightening names to be coming up against if you're an England batsman. Um, and likewise with the batting, uh, Temba Bavuma, pretty good batsman there, so after, but other than that, Quinton de Kock, fine, pretty reasonable player, but not really much to shout about there, is there? And, and you're right, I think England should breeze through it. Um, but do you think, because it's 2020, do you think there's an element of unpredictability there? Because in 2020, really, the game is so short. You've got, if you're a weak team, you could probably spring out some surprises. You? I mean, there is that element, but, you know, the England team have been a unit and been together for such a long time. And, you know, I mean, a wealth of experience and, even just judging by the series in where uh, with Pakistan in the summer, um, yeah, I can't, I can't see them actually, you know, even losing in a twenty twenty match. Um, I think they've got all the strategies worked out, all the correct players. Um, yeah, I, I think it'd be a tough ask for South Africa to beat a team like England one. Yeah, I agree with all of that. And, uh, well, it's something to look forward to. And I think the series starts next week, doesn't it? So um, in the build-up to that, we will be doing uh, just a more in-detail, in-depth type podcast where we're looking at the players and the matchups. But this is just a very general podcast, isn't it, Jermaine? So I think we're going to wrap up soon um, because there's not really too much more to to discuss at the moment is there I think we'd there's a lot to talk about with India Australia as well but we don't want to get into the detail too much do we at this stage because this is just a general kind of welcome <laughs> trailer almost uh, initial video podcast and um, uh, so yeah I mean in conclusion it feels that uh, England seem to be well in, uh, in, in very good shape all this series, but we'll uh, discuss it in more detail because David Milan, uh, just before we close off, he's someone we can discuss next time a bit more, isn't he? Because he's a standout name that's come in this squad uh, for England and someone who doesn't really uh, or hasn't really performed that well in the test series, but, I mean, the test side of things, but in T20 cricket, he just seems like a very, uh, very good player, doesn't he? Yeah, David Malan, um, even off the back of the series against Pakistan, um, you know, he, he scored a lot of runs and provided stability at that position. So, yeah, David Malan uh, will probably have a lot of expectations on his shots. Yeah, 
exactly. But we will discuss it more in detail in the next podcast, which uh, we'll be uploading uh, shortly, uh, definitely before the English Lions first T20 uh, match starts. So, so I hope you guys enjoyed listening, and uh, at least you know what we're all about, and at least you know what kind of content to expect from our podcast. So, um, thanks all for listening to this, and uh, definitely do stay tuned because, um, as I say, there's lots of exciting cricket coming up, and lots of fascinating topics to discuss. So thanks all, and uh, see you later.